Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yotis B, welcome back to The Sportive. It is, let me see here, October 9th, 2019. Stu is here. Hello, Stu. Hey, guys. Uh, how's it going? John is also here. Hi, John. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Stu. It's good to hear from you. It's great to hear from it you. It has been, it sure is. Uh, it has been, I'm I'm going to try to do the math here in my head, 46 hours since the Twins' magical season ended. John, <laughs> how are you doing? Brandon, the truth is that the Twins' magical season ended almost a week ago, the day that the Astros clinched uh the first spot in the playoffs thus dooming the twins to have to play the yankees that was when the season ended there was still some formality that came after that yeah that had to be done but the season was over at that moment as they say it was all over but the crying uh there was there was some of that it was all over but the swinging through hanging sliders <sighs> god it was hard it was so hard to watch yeah. so there was um let's say 12 hours of baseball, roughly, 11 hours. I mean, they were all almost four hours, right? Maybe one was a little bit shorter. So 11 hours of baseball um, that we committed to this team. How many How many were any of those fun at all? I feel like the first 45 minutes was pretty fun. Yeah, the first 45 Started out minutes fairly were promising. Were, yeah, super fun. Yeah. I had a little fun in the start of game two. Uh, and then it all went to hell pretty quickly there. Oh, but there was a couple so innings there that were competitive. And then game three was an absolute nightmare. That second inning is not one I'll soon forget. It, uh, I I mean, I, words really do fail. It was just so thoroughly awful. And it was not... And yet predictable. It was, uh, I mean, predictable that they got boat raced by the Yankees yes but the way they did it it was it was new and different it was the it was the, the hitting and the bullpen the two things you thought well if they're gonna take the Yankees out it's gonna be because they're hitting and their bullpen are reliably you know well not just great they were great I mean the hitting was great all season the bullpen was great in the last month and a half and they were just god awful bad both terrible it was a weird kind of awful I wasn't expecting. And a non-entertaining awful. I mean, you remember the series at Target Field in the summer, the 14-12 to 12 game, um, had just 
it was, I mean, obviously it ended in a loss because it was the Yankees, but it was wildly entertaining. You know, massive swings of momentum and just huge plays by both teams. And this was just... How, how can something be both tense and boring at the same time? It's just... It's tense and boring is all I can... Those are the only words that kept going through. It's just... It was stressful to watch, but it was also sleepy, you know? Yes, it was a real slog. I hated it. it I just, don't want to do it again. No. It was like watching like the last five, six seasons of Friends. It was just there's there there was not there was no reason to do it, but you had watched you know the you committed yourself to seeing how the show ended, and you know you hated Ross. Yeah, and you kind and of knew there were times that were good beforehand. Yeah, and you're like Chandler. What happened to you, what, Mitch what, Garver? You what, used to be quirky and sarcastic, and mm-hmm. now you're just such a dud. Uh, Mitch Garver's Chandler. Nothing. There's nothing, there's nothing about it that I can point to. There was nothing enjoyable. There was no. There's nothing. It was. Man, I just Jorge Polanco was good. Jake Odorizzi was good, and everybody else sucked ass, right? I say this as someone who's watched a lot of Timberwolves basketball. That was just the least enjoyable Minnesota sports experience that I can remember. <laughs> Wolves-esque. It was Ugh. very... Bill Blair would have approved of this team. It was really just <laughs> bad. Ugh. Oh, no. Randy Whitman. Oh, Randy Whitman-like. Whit- Ugh. Uh, Kurt Rambis. Oh boy! Yeah, all the yeah, all all the. We're just naming Timberwolves coaches now. Jimmy Rogers. Jimmy Rogers. Sidney Lowe. I mean, remember that? That was another one. Uh, Tom Thibodeau. John, let me ask you: How much did this one hurt compared to the others? I think the thing that I'm really struggling with is not letting the 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 playoff series completely ruin what was a fun season they won 101 games mm-hmm. they did they they found they they had basically an entirely different bullpen at the end of the year than they had when they started the year we were on that journey they, with them they had amazing performances from all over the field and i cannot right now in this moment post yankee series i can't help but sort of feel like this is who they were all along, and I knew it in the back of my mind, but I wouldn't admit it to myself. Like, Mitch Mitch Garver hit 31 home runs, but the whole time I thought, well, this can't last. This isn't who Mitch Garver is. And then everything that I feared about who the Twins really were was then proved in the Yankee series. And it was predictable, and it was exactly what I expected, and it was just as awful as it always is. Have you... Okay, so it was... It didn't hurt as bad as the others, though, right? I mean, we remember 2004. No, it's hurting It's hurting less and less. Every one of these amputations that we're going through hurts less and less. Right. Like, you took off the hand, that was pretty bad. Up to the elbow, that was pretty bad. Now he lost a bunch of the rest of the arm. You know, it's kind of getting normal. Been through this before. 
It's like those farmer families back in the day that had like 17 kids and then they lost like 12 of them to tractor accidents. Mm-hmm. You got to think yeah, by did, kids seven or eight, you're like, well, yeah. They don't even remember their the names anymore. They don't remember their names anymore. They just know <laughs> them by the thing that killed them. Right. You know, oh, cholera. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> fell in the thresher. The dusty haired one. Yeah. I think the one that wore overalls. I don't know. I think he's gone. I miss the one who got eaten it's by like the It's like an pigs. old farmer that's... <laughs> the twins are an old farmer who's down to like four and a half fingers. Like, you you lose one finger. That's a big event in your life. Right. You lose your fourth finger. <laughs> Been through this before. Right. Yep. Yep. That's who That's who we all are. Let, uh, I think mentally going into it, it's like, well, of course we're going to lose this. So... It doesn't hurt as bad, but if they would have won, it would have been like the greatest fucking thing that had ever happened to any of us. And I kind of think like maybe that's how we should just always be cheering for sports. We should always treat every game like it's Twins versus Yankees. Because then they can't hurt us. I don't want the like, sports to hurt us anymore. We're expecting to lose but hoping to win? Yes. Yep, that's Brandon. That's this is how what, I've lived my life, my whole entire sports life. And do I seem like a healthy person? No, to no, you? no, John. You talk yourself into these things. You, you <laughs> lead yourself to believe. Maybe not in this specific instance, but you are definitely disappointed at times, and you can't believe oh, yeah, it. And then you talk to us about. I'm it. always disappointed. <laughs> I'm always pessimistic, yet always disappointed. It's an amazing combination. Yeah, I'm trying to get you to like a resigned place of just like no feelings. That's where <laughs> yeah, I, I got to get you. I got to get the, to dead inside. Yes, that's the last of the depression right. steps. <laughs> no, I got to I got to continue being a sports writer. That's the fastest way to becoming dead inside. Yes, yes. Now the difference between uh, the, Stewart, no, how bad did this one? Oh, I, I it always Sorry. felt bad. I just wanted to delineate for the listeners of the difference between uh, John Marthaler and Dave Marthaler is. Um, Dave expects to lose, and then they lose, and they get thrown over by a bus r- driven by a mad Bo Pelini. I think that is how the the difference between the the two Marthaler brothers. I think that's how <laughs> no, it is. That's the only so, one. I don't know. I, that, do I know why Bo Pelini has a bus? No, but he just ran over Dave. <laughs> and it's, yeah, he's got to do it's something. Gotta, he's, <laughs> he's not doing a lot these days. <laughs> Carl can't get a job. What's Bo going to do? I mean, come on. <laughs> That's a deep cut for fans of the Pelini it really brothers. Is. I think they're at Youngstown State right now. <laughs> I, I don't know for sure. They're not coaching. They're just no, there. They're just, they're just hang, hanging out in Youngstown. Dean Martin lived here. By Ed. Uh, <laughs> are you guys as annoyed with the narrative of because it's specifically the Yankees, they can't win? There's something about them that gets in our, our guys' heads. No, I'm a... I'm a true believer in that narrative. Get get right out of town. Get all the way out of town. You know, that's what everybody says, but look at the results, Brandon. Everyone says, oh, they, this is ridiculous. None of these guys were even here. It makes no sense. And yet it keeps happening, doesn't it, Brandon? So if Phil Cuzzy had called Joe Mauer's hit correctly, Nelson Cruz, 15 years later, would have hit better. You say it doesn't make sense, Brandon. You say correlation you say correlation does not equal causation, but you keep on hitting yourself in the crotch with a garden rake and it keeps hurting, so Yeah. 
I don't know. It's very frustrating to me. These guys, I mean, most of them were barely born. Uh, we're not paying attention, have absolutely no idea. And then I think we just, I don't know. It's just like one click away from when we, when people turn into conspiracy theorists because the world is so shitty and they can't believe it's just that bad of a world. They have to start making up some other rules in their head, like reasons for all these things to happen. Maybe just the twins are always worse than the Yankees. And even when they face them, they're still worse than them. And maybe it's just crazy luck. But I don't know. I think we have a hard time with that. Feels better to just be like, no, there's something. There's some. There's some, some special forces at play. It's not the twins' fault. It's definitely not Max Kepler sucking ass for three days. That can't be it. It's got to be Phil Cussie's fault. I think one of one of the disappointing things you mentioned Kepler who probably was hurt mm-hmm. during this series. I heard that. And Garver as well. And Garver was probably hurt. The whole year, it seemed like everybody was cycling on and off the disabled list for various reasons. And at the time, it seemed like a breath of fresh air because the Twins have always been the rest and rehab slash play through it team that consistently ruined people by trying to not actually fix them, but just get them to try harder and they would magically heal themselves. And instead what happened was that everybody ended up hurt at the end of the year anyway. They tried and tried to have a good attitude about it and let people get healthy, and it still didn't work. No, it did not. It's it's very bad. They're all as aching. Well, I mean, it used to be like, John, you know, Pat Mears would like, you know, like he'd do something to a knee ligament and they'd like drain the humors from him. And that would be their way of fixing him. And then he died. And yeah, that's right. just, it's. <laughs> that was tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You Marty, the... Marty Gutterover's hurt again. Get the leeches. How did he get phlogiston? That was a phlogiston reference. Okay, so that's where we're at with the Twins uh, playoffs that I'm pulling out stuff from 17th century medical textbooks. So that's that's good. It's a, hel- it's a healthy family. I'm laughing half at Stu's reference and half at how disappointed he was that it got just crickets to start with. No, it's okay. I, I, uh, I don't even know. If, it's I think good. I, it's the good. reference was it's right. Good. But, it's healthy. Yeah. God. It's healthy. It's positive. This is how we work through these no, things. It's not. Ugh, just it's this <laughs> sucks, man. I hated that. I hated every single minute of that series. I yeah, just... it's also crazy to me that we won and it probably gets back to your point, John, that it kind of felt like found money the entire season because we won what two fewer games than the Yankees. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. And even taking away the performance of those three games, just looking at their respective rosters they don't look anywhere near in the same league and the yankees are like full-on legit dudes who have proved it for a million years we're all flashing the pan guys this year so just felt going into it like there's no way there's no way we can hang with the yankees that lineup is ridiculous and they're not even the best team in the american league they're just so it's just so top heavy this year it felt kind of defeated going into it I so wish the Twins would have gotten bombed by the Astros instead of getting bombed by the Yankees. Just you just wanted some strange in your life. If I could, if they had gotten swept in the exact same manner 
with everything happening the exact same way, but it had been against the Astros and not the Yankees, it would. I, I feel like I would still be just strutting around town like, ah, this is good season, yep. good season, tough end, good season. I I remember this year fondly, and instead I just got to remember it for now. Which which Twins lost to the Yankees was that? Was that the no? That wasn't Juan Rincon was a long time ago. Let's see now. Which one was it? Why, God, why? They were just such... But they did kick our ass, too. It wasn't like a... There's nothing really dramatic besides the Grand Slam. But even then, it was 3 nothing guys on base. It was just thorough. It was absolutely thorough. It was a thorough ass beating. I hate it. I just hate it. It's so bad. Didn't, nothing good about it at all. In all the other series, there were some fun times for every team. Mm-hmm. They all had a win or yeah. something happened. Tampa's got a chance Not to take us. out the Astros. No one saw that coming. Amazing. Tampa was yeah, by far the fourth best team of the four, and they got a chance to pull off a huge upset. They beat Verlander. They'll yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll be pulling they beat, a Mark they beat, they, No, they all beat, winter. They beat Verlander with their Dobnak game. They had a bullpen game, and they beat Justin yes. Verlander. I mean, come on. It's just like that's that's even more mockery. That's even more just like, hey, that cute thing you tried to do that failed miserably. Uh, the team that plays in Tropicana Field did it and succeeded against the best team in baseball. Anyway. Have yeah, fun. Have fun. Get to strut. Winter starts this weekend and Trump's here tomorrow. Have a great day. <laughs> it's going to be 35 on Saturday. Cool. Yeah. The only other team that's probably a fan base that's miserable as us is my second favorite team, the A's. They were good yep. and they got their ass kicked. And that happened again. Every they're year. as cursed as the Twins are. Yes. Every single year they win somehow 96 games. Play, and uh, then they play both. in raw sewage. i guess it takes its toll it starts to catch up on right around october 1st i gotta say that braves fans are probably not as miserable as twins fans but giving up 10 runs in the top of the first of a deciding playoff game is a pretty bad way to at home i believe it was at home wasn't it it was yeah Uh, top of the first that's awesome cardinal scored 10 runs yeah they got rid of the tomahawk chop, but just temporarily, just for the one game. My gosh. How is it possible? <laughs> I know. How is it? I mean, number one, how is it possible that there's teams named the Braves and the Indians and the Redskins still in America today? That seems utterly imp- Every high school that had one of those nicknames changed their name like 20 years ago now. Burnsville Blaze. Everybody just admitted, yeah, this is this is bad. This is wrong. Our mascot is racist. We need to change this. Let's not be crazy about this. And then the University of North Dakota, being terrible, fought it for a million years. But even they don't have a mascot anymore. But now, still, still there are people doing the tomahawk chop in the year 2019. There's so many other possible chants and cheers and team names it's just such an odd thing of like this is where this is the hill you want to die on just it's a name i I think we talked about this at the time yeah but i went to atlanta for a game last year two years ago maybe 
And I hadn't really thought about it because I don't watch a lot of Braves games on TV. But you're sitting there in the Atlanta Stadium, new stadium. It's not even old Turner Field or Fulton County or whatever. So there's no history or tradition there. You're sitting there at a baseball game in America in 2019. And all of a sudden, the 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 cliche, the drums start up and the, the chant starts up. And you're like, what is happening? How is this possible? You're all of a sudden How in the middle this? of a Klan rally. <laughs> it's like, get out of here. It's, ex- it's, it's that. It's like, all right, everybody put your hoods on. Wait a second. What did you just say? <laughs> well, I mean, the hoods have been part of our team for a long time. Please put yeah. your hood on. How can you? It's time how to can you, I, We're not. That's not actually happening, right? This isn't happening all around me. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. wandered onto the set of a terrible movie. Yep. What? I don't know. It's what? a weird thing that people decide that really matters to them. Like, no, 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 no. I will be upset if we don't do this chant anymore. Why? The cheat. There's another one. The Kansas City Chiefs. I literally forgot one of the racist team mascots. Right. <sighs> There's so many that I couldn't keep them all straight in my head. Okay, so we think that the How? Braves fans are maybe as miserable as us. That makes me feel a little better. That helps. Yeah, yeah I'm okay with that. Yep. It's not just us. That's good. Mark Lemke deserves this. Yeah. Yeah. He knows what he did. He knows what he did. So I have a question for Stuart. Is it about baseball? It is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, first blush. We can. We have a long time to talk about this. We have months to talk about this. But what do you want to see happen for next year for you to feel like, okay, cool, we're, I'm ready to run this back. We got, we got a chance. Because it's going to be tough, right? They had like a career year from how many guys? Multiple, mm-hmm. probably six guys had like the best years they're going to have. There's no way that Cruz and Kepler and Garver and Polanco and Arise and you know on down the line, they're not all going to be this amazing again. So they have to reload in some capacity. Is it just starting pitching? Is that all you want to see? Yes, I endorse the Chicken yeah. Finger sixty nine plan for two thousand twenty. Okay, let's hear it. Three new pitchers, $70 million. Do they have to be net new pitchers? I, I, I don't give a fuck. Just throw money at the problem, make it go away. Oh, you're really going all, all chicken fingers on this one. I no specifics chi- needed. Get away from me with the specifics. Yes. Yeah. I want to see uh, Odorizzi back. I thought he was good. And I yes. want to see Pineda back. He was very good, too, when he wasn't cheating. With the diuretics, mm-hmm. which barely counts, right? I, I don't care. Just throw money at it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now. <laughs> John, do you endorse the chicken fingers plan of 2020? Get better. I don't care how the end. And now I'm a strategist. <laughs> I I endorse Stu just screaming no. Wow. Do it. Why are you standing still outside to me? the Target Field offices just screaming that at all times? I honestly for a second That's was my like, plan does, for he, the offseason. does he want me to do something? Am I supposed to be? Grab my Brandon's standing up. He doesn't know why. Yeah, I'm just putting pants on. I don't. Like, I guess just <laughs> trade. There we trade go. Rosario for a starter. Sign two starters in free agency. There, there's there's the outlines of my plan. There. That's good. That's very specific. I like it. Thank you. I would be happy to see that, and I do think that's probably pretty close to what ends up happening. They picked up Nelly Cruz. We love that. That's yes. great. Is Welcome to Marwin coming back? He's... Yeah, it was a two-year deal for Marwin, so he's Outstanding. back. Outstanding. Yes. The lineup's going to be okay. fine. Even even if they regress, and which some of them probably will, um, they're still it's a solid lineup, man. And they can plug in. They've got guys in the wings to plug in. So it's lineup's probably going to be. They've got our our beloved son Byron still kind of. Oh, I, I don't. I, I I can't at this. Even I am just like no. God. He's going to get. You know, I I don't know what accident's going to befall him, but it's it's going to hurt whatever it is. Oh yeah, I just yeah, yeah. there's there's gonna, be a serious one. It's there's it's like an elevator shaft in an abandoned hospital has got his name on it. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly specific and slightly off-putting. Yeah, well, that's the that's the sport of difference. That is the sport of motto. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, that's my plan to fix the twins. That's a good plan. I like it. Can we please talk about uh, okay, it? Okay, so endorse. I'd, l- I'd love to talk about okay. a different sport. I don't give a shit what it is. Okay, All right, pretty, Stu, it's hockey time. Pretty soon, I have one last question for John. John, oh, no. who are you rooting for now? Ugh, and I was thinking about this because every year when you get into the playoffs and whether the Twins are in it or not, I think, man, it's playoff time, playoff baseball. That's awesome. I love playoff baseball. It's so tense and exciting, and I can't watch tonight, but I'll definitely watch tomorrow, and then pretty soon the World Series is over. And I'm like, oh, I missed it because I was watching the Timberwolves in the wild and every other sport that has started already now. So I'm probably going to miss the rest of it. I don't know who to cheer for, I guess. Um, the Nationals, they might be in it for four more innings, but I, I've got friends in D.C. I can cheer for them. Not a bunch of likable teams. If Houston no, wins, it's, hard. it's Houston, yeah. who, sure, I'll cheer for them, but they just won. I don't really care. Uh, the Rays might be an underdog, but it's not like you really want to get behind the Tampa Bay Rays. That's just signing yourself up for more depression. 
The Cardinals are the baseball Packers, so heck no. The worst of all time. Imagine, okay, a Cardinals-Yankees World Series. Oh, my gosh. I just, just I couldn't watch it. Out. I couldn't even watch it because I would be so upset with either one of them winning. There's no one that I even like, like a tiny bit more than the other one. The sheer self-abuse <sighs> from Bob Costas about a Cardinals-Yankees World Series, would just that, that would be too much for me. Oh, yeah. my God. So bad. So so at this point, we're hoping for, like, Nationals Rays, maybe? Uh, I, I'm i actually a Dodgers fan. I'm sorry. Are you really? Yeah. One of my... Okay, Dodgers, Dodgers Rays? Dodgers, Dodgers Rays. Astros again? Yeah, both of those would be pretty cool. Yeah. Which means that the Cardinals are going to sweep... It'll be the Cardinals. Why it's going to be a Cardinals Yankees Why are you a Dodgers series. fan? Let's back up for a second here. Why are you a Dodgers fan, Brandon? Because my friend lives is a diehard Dodgers fan. Fan, so that's a good reason. And I, when I lived in Texas, he lived there too, and we would go out and drink beers. And if the Dodgers were on, he was cheering really loud, and I was like, "Sure, this sounds fun. I'll cheer with you." Yeah, I'm on board. I can do this. Yeah. And it's not like they have had so much success where I feel like a bandwagon jumper. I mean, they are good, but they have not won the World Series in how many years? A million? I was going to say, they win the National League every year. <laughs> yeah, so. they're always around. So it's that and that part's actually kind of fun because you know, there's someone that I can just sort of like, oh, good, they'll be there that I can. I don't have to adopt a new team every year. Um, but, yeah, they're a little star-crossed. For, like they've been in the playoffs now probably I mean I'm not someone can actually probably look this up if they felt like it but a number of years in a row it probably is starting to feel like kind of shitty to the fans so we'll see. haven't they been in the World Series like three out of the last four years it definitely were last year the Cubs were a couple years ago right right should we just sit here and think of all the World Series that we can remember? Is that, is that good radio? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny because when I was a kid and there was nothing else to do and there was no internet or whatever, yep. I could have probably told you the, the result and the score of every Super Bowl and World Series up until that point. And now, I, who won the World Series last year? Oh, the Red Sox, I think. That was last year, right? Or was that two years ago? Right. That's me now. Red Sox won last year. Who won the Houston Super Bowl last two year? Years ago. Probably the Patriots. Oh, it was Red Sox last year. Mm-hmm. What? It was the Red Sox last year. Yeah, oh exactly. I thought it was Houston. No, that was two years ago. We have ago. to sit here and... <laughs> This is this is the dad way. This is the this word. Is like, We're a half hour to this only fucking podcast. We're still actually. talking about baseball, and I don't like it. <laughs> if only there were a way for us to look up facts like this, if we had some sort of way. But there really isn't, so we have to just kind of talk through it until we just kind of decide. That's the only way. Okay, let's move on. I'm fine. I'm fine moving on. Thank you. Stu, talk to me about your Minnesota Vikings and your Kirk Cousins. He's back, baby. We love him again. Mm-hmm. He's our guy. <clears throat> Ride or die with Kirk. Well, it turns out if you run play action with Kirk Cousins, he actually like has time to like you know look over the field and complete passes. Um, so that's that's good. Um, it helps when you're playing the New York Giants, who are just just terrible. They're they're not great. Um, 
they seem to play really well against bad teams, and they seem to play poorly against good teams. That's what I've uh, that's what I've noticed about the Minnesota Vikings offense. So, Adam um, Thielen's alive. Adam Thielen is alive. Um, Steph Diggs is uh, getting fined a lot, and clearly about is not going to be a Viking next year. I think that's pretty clear. Um, so what happened? Is it as simple as like he was so mad that Kirk Cousins sucks it, that he just like didn't yes. show up to work for a couple of days and people pretty were much, calling yeah. and he was like, pretty I'm much, still yeah. mad. I'm sorry. Is Kirk yes. still our quarterback? Then I'm not showing up. I think that is, wow. yeah, he basically just lost it, I think is what, I mean, he handled a bad situation kind of poorly, but given that he made Case Keenum look good, and he can't even make this stiff look good, I think that's kind of weighing on him, and he's probably itching to maybe play somewhere where the quarterback is, um, by some definition, good. And maybe where the fine limits are a little more reasonable. I mean, fine a guy, sure, but I thought I read it was $200,000. It was six figures, yes. That's more than the league minimum. Which right? is, in, in football money, that's like actual money. I mean, that's, you know, without with no guaranteed contracts and stuff, that's that's actually steep. But And does that money go into the kitty for the banquet? I assume... Is that how it, that works? I assume it goes like into um, filing uh, countersuits against uh, crooked real estate deal charges in New Jersey somewhere. <laughs> It's the only only explanation that makes sense. Yeah, so it's uh, it's a weird, it's a very. I mean, I guess it's actually kind of playing out how I thought it would, where they're good against bad teams and they struggle against better teams. But I think you know they play uh, the Eagles, who are have their own set of issues, and pro- I think they'll win, which will put them at four and two. I don't even know who they play the week after that, but shit, man, I it's I, I don't expect I don't expect too much other than a wild a wild card game that will be disappointing. That's basically well. It their, seems their like track last card. year, last year it felt like, and again, maybe this was last year, maybe this was four years ago. For all I remember, it seemed like really top heavy NFC. Like the Rams were incredible and the Saints were really good as well. Like they just like piss pounded a bunch of teams. This year, it seems like there's, I was looking at the standings last weekend, there's like 11 pretty good NFC teams. Yeah. Cause like the Packers, the Bears, the Vikings, the 49ers somehow, Seattle somehow, somehow mm-hmm. Los Angeles, uh, the Saints again are, are good. Uh, Philly is good. Dallas the Cowboys. When they're not playing Green Bay. Yeah. So I think I just named like nine or ten teams who are yep. all like, maybe they'll be in the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. I, I I don't know. Possibly. So it's, it is it super wide open. Yeah. Could be anybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Lions? Aren't the Lions know. okay this year? That's fucked they, up, man. They were, they were but they, uh, they almost beat Kansas City, but they didn't. Okay. Well, that helps. The world so. is still spinning on its axis. I can't imagine a world where the Lions are awesome. No, don't even try. It's never happened, has it? No. No, they had Barry Sanders, and they were never even awesome. 
in our lifetimes, I can't remember them ever being like more than a nine and seven. No, they team that they were they they rose to adequacy because they had a magic running back, but they still couldn't get past adequacy because they were the Detroit Lions. Jeez, yeah, tough life, tough life. But yeah, anyway, Vikings are they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Delvin's been awesome. Yeah. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he's defense, incredible. Def- defense is great. Bars doing great. Daniil Hunter's fantastic. I my mean, bro, baby, my bro. So he's so good. I I called that one. We don't you guys remember. Has, have you? Are you allowed for that one? Has that been determined in the bro court yet, or is there still? All I have to do is uh, not dial chicken fingers in for any of these podcasts ever again. Okay. And I'm in the clear, baby. Speed. That's why he's not been invited back. <laughs> he's amazingly, his baseball season ended, and before we could record another podcast, hockey. It was, it's started. amazing. I mean, yeah. it's just like, God. I mean, again, when you have 17 kids, those there are consequences, and that means that you do have a yeah. lot of like extracurricular stuff that you have to ferry them to. So. Yeah, we'll catch up with him in like 15, 20 years. You got to figure. We're now so old and set in our ways as dads. We're just going to do this till we die. Oh, yeah. You know, there's it's not no like we're there. ever going to be like, uh, it's what not could stopping. ever change in our lives for us yeah. to be like, oh, let's not do that anymore. Yeah, it's not like, stopping. If, we, if we were going to stop, it's, if we were going to stop, we would have stopped a long time ago. Yeah, that ship has sailed. I mean, we'll probably do like three a year at some point, but we're still going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know. It felt like urgent for a while to get him here for his takes. Now it's like he'll have those takes in like 2027. We'll catch up then. Yeah, and again, every if you listen to the Vikings update, you get, you know, or access Vikings, you you get what you need from CF because he's... Yeah, that is his day uh, job. Yep. That is his day job, and he let, lets people know how to feel and what to feel. John, have you been watching the Vikings? Uh, here and there. I think I'm... I'm genuinely so depressed by Kirk Cousins that it's hard to watch. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy, but it just is utterly frustrating to watch him try to quarterback well, an NFL okay. team. Last week he wasn't that bad, but the problem of course is that they're going to other teams are going to see what the Vikings were doing and they'll take away that play action. And the Eagles do have, I mean, I think we're we're pretty familiar with what the Eagles can do to the Vikings. Oh yeah, I, so, I, I I remember. Um, I have to imagine I'm the Eagles aware. are watching the tape and just like, hey, let's just be not shitty at football, yeah. and we should be fine. Yeah. So we'll see. How do we deal with Kirk Cousins? Well, you have to you have to pressure him even slightly. <laughs> he will panic and something will go wrong. Just just lean in his direction. Yes. Just as long as he sees somebody else running towards him, it's just panic time. Yeah. Do like the wide eyes, try to catch his eye, and he'll like panic. Yeah. yeah, he's not fun to watch. He's not fun in any way. He's very relatable. Yeah. I, too, would panic if I saw NFL players running at me. They're huge. Oh. Fast. Yeah. Coordinated. Agile. It's very intimidating to be out there. But Do you think Cousins just goes back to the huddle and says, God, did you see that guy? Holy he was shit. trying to hit me. Hey, what? He was going to tackle me Somebody to the ground. Get in, the, get in his way next time. But you can you believe is that allowed? Uh how much more uh Kirk Cousins do we have in our lives? 
a hundred years? No. What's he signed for? Another year uh, and another a half? Another year and a half, but I think, you know, who knows? I don't, I mean, the money's guaranteed, but I don't know if they have to actually start him next year. I mean, the Sean Mannion era is like this close, guys. And I, I, I for one. Oh my God. That's our backup? Sean yeah, Mannion? Yeah. Who is I, Sean I have, Mannion? I had to look it up because some like, you know, fake Twitter account suckered some people and said like Eli Mannion is on the trading block and the Vikings <laughs> are one of the teams interested. And it's like, uh-huh. well, well, shit. I mean, he's awful, but he'd probably be okay as a backup. And then I realized I didn't know who the Vikings' backup was because Kyle Slaughter got the cut. <laughs> so I was like, "Well, fuck. Who's is it? Is it Sean Hill? Is, is it Rich Gannon? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Todd Bauman. They could. I mean, he's available. He's in Buffalo. He's not that far away. So I mean, um, right. but no, it's it's Sean Mannion, who I think was like supposedly the Tampa. Like quarterback for a hot tick before they drafted Winston, I think is that right? So, I, don't. Some, I think that's some, Mike yeah. Glennon. You're ah, uh, you're right, Glennon. Mike Glennon. Yes, you're right. Mike. Yeah, Sean Sean Mannion is a name that you put into a quarterback generator or you, that you feed. Like you know, he's I, I assume he played for. Let's see, Sean Mannion. That sounds a lot like a Tulane. No, I'm trying to think of the college. I'm going to say Missouri. That sounds like. That's some Big Twelve quarterback name right there. Tulane is a college. TSU, TCU. Excuse me. T- TSU, TSU, old <laughs> Texas Southern University. That might be a thing. It could be Texas Southern. Texas there, State. I, that's a real. Place. I'm just. I'm just glad we give away a job. We got to. Took us 39 minutes, but you give away a job to look up where Sean Mannion went to college. So that's good. <laughs> God, there, he seems there, like there, an Iowa guy. Actually, I think he went to Iowa. Really? No, no we know. We'd know yeah, John, John, John we'd know if Sean Mannion went to he Iowa. He would know. How about Iowa State? Could he be a He's cyclone? He's no Christian Mecklenburg, sir. <laughs> Could he be a cyclone? <laughs> no, no professional football player has ever played for Iowa State University. No. Really? Well, the last one was Seneca Wallace, and he played quarterback there for, I think, 15 years. <laughs> right. How about Bowling From Green? 1970. Could he be a Bowling Green guy? <laughs> I don't. I don't even want to know <laughs> no. where John Mannion went to college. We're just God, this is. Like, I don't want that information. I thought our podcast colleges. was like. I thought it was peaking earlier when we were just trying to remember other World Series results, but it got so much better when we just tried to think of where Sean Mannion could have gone to college. I don't want to know we where to he discuss. actually went. I just want to know, like, what is the most Sean Mannion college? <laughs> it's Missouri. We need to discuss where obscure <laughs> college hockey teams are from. That is good. That is that good. Is that should good. just be a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. It was dumb that we just did it the one time. Right. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay, so the Vikings check-in is they probably kind of suck, but a lot of other teams are kind of in the same yep. same. Yeah. They're okay-ish thing, so anything could happen. They are okay. They've had some fun times. Mm-hmm. Dalvin is great to watch. I mm-hmm. miss Steve Diggs. I love when he's got the ball in his hands. Yeah, I hope they can figure that out again. Uh, I do. Has Has Zimmer been undermining his offensive coaches yet? Um, it's pretty. I, I would assume so. I mean, the sun not comes publicly up in, though. Sun comes up in the east. No, it's not. No, it is not in the open yet. But yeah, he's absolutely stabbing them in the back. I don't think anyone denies oh, that. Oh, I can't wait. My favorite annual 
Yeah, yeah. tough loss, and uh, we've got to run the ball. I mean, I don't know what more to say. I've been trying to tell the yeah. guys we've got to run the ball. Yep. <laughs> Rand Ball saying the Timberwolves could surprise people. Zimmer undermining his offensive coordinator. You can set your, <laughs> you can set your watch by it. Yep. Yep. That is a very good Vikings check-in. Do you guys want to talk a little bit more football, but uh, Gophers? Yeah, that's actually that's the fun one, I think. John, I want to hear from you. John, how is this season going for in your opinion? I'm telling you, I mentioned on the podcast a number of times that the only way the Twins could beat the Yankees was by getting P.J. Fleck involved because he seems to have unlocked the particular brand of nonsense that it takes to cut through the years-long Minnesota sports struggles. And it really is, this Gopher football season has been an exercise in games that the Gophers should have lost and tried to lose and still managed to win. Last week they, they played Illinois, they gave away two defensive touchdowns and they still won by 40 to 17. It's, it's been, it's been odd and it feels like the PJ Fleck magic is working, if you see what I mean. it's it's all nonsense. It makes no sense. It's not supposed to make sense. It just manages to be enough brainwashing and enough confusion that suddenly, before the Gophers know it, they're five and zero and looking at potentially being eight and zero. It's it's an odd place. They they legitimately could be eight and zero in three weeks. So they, they also have, it's fi- they're five. And they 0. legitimately. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. They they also could pretty easily be six and two. It's it's worth pointing out that they've got two of their next three games are against Nebraska and Maryland, and I think they lost by twenty six to Nebraska and twenty nine to Maryland last year, so it's not like these are gimmies, but they're both at home. They they got a chance to win all of them. Mm-hmm. They should in the middle, they have Rutgers, and they should win that one because Rutgers is Ruck, garbage. Rutgers, the first name of Rutgers' interim head coach is Nunzio. I hope everybody knows this. <laughs> Rutgers is just a fetid water at the bottom of your garbage can college football team. But Nebraska is fine. Their, their quarterback is hurt. I think the Gophers probably should win against Nebraska. They They probably should beat Maryland in three weeks. It would not be a surprise for them to be eight and zero, but again, how how well is how well is the PJ Fleck magic working? Am I am well, I right or am I wrong that PJ Fleck is the wizard that can break the curse? Well, somehow I, they've had how many games this year have been like coin flip results? Three of them, four of them. First three. Um, the 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 first three, and really the the fourth one almost was almost, a coin flip as well. But I mean, almost, but not really. I think that's yeah, but yeah, the first three were absolutely they were up by three. Like you know, you're just on a run in Vegas, and you're just you know, you're hitting on seventeen, and somehow coming up and winning against the house at all three of those games. Yeah, and the funny thing is, if they had lost all three, it would have been like they had blackjack and somehow lost everything. Exactly, like it would have been it would have been incredibly painful losses, mm-hmm. and yet it was somehow also miraculous wins. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what they, he's doing, but something's working. It's been really fun. So I I think looking at the rest of the season, 
they're they're two and zero in the Big Ten right now. They have seven games left. Um, I think if you if you look at who they have left, winning seven Big Tens this year, seven Big Ten games this year would be a damn good year. Six would be a good year. Five would be a little bit. Eh. Four would be a. Uh, and then three and de- <laughs> winning none of the rest of the games would be like, oh my gosh, this is this is miserable. Yeah, people so, would be calling for his head. But seven seven and two or six and three in the Big Ten would be an excellent year for where the Gophers are at right now. So, so if yeah, you're that- gonna if you're gonna play the odds, you're gonna say they're gonna win next this weekend against Nebraska. So they'll be six and zero. They'll beat Rutgers seven and zero. They probably will beat Maryland. We think. I mean, that's just playing the odds. Eight and zero. Then they've got Penn State, who's awesome, mm-hmm. but yep. it's at home. They could do a little damage. Maybe make that one close, John. Well, I, I think my prediction is that they're going to win four of the remaining seven. It might not be the four you expect, but. I, I I do sort of have a feeling that if they did manage to beat Penn State, if you keep going with the schedule. Yep. Then they got Iowa. What comes after? Yeah, they're at Iowa. And that's going to be a tough one. Iowa's really good. It's at yeah, Iowa. Yeah, they never win at Iowa. They never win. Ever. Minnesota then will go to Northwestern the following weekend. Right. Northwestern is dog shit this year, which is helpful. Which although Yes, they I mean, are. They're not good at all. Pat Fitzgerald says you're all communists. Yes, well, that's great. Thanks, Pat. So they could be nine and two potentially in a in a in a realistic world, not a crazy world, but a realistic world. They could be nine and two going and having Wisconsin yep. come in. Yeah, and I yep. just and remembered this Wisconsin. from last year. They beat the shit out of Wisconsin last year. I totally spaced. Yeah, that was they amazing. Did. But Wisconsin, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, they have activated Wisconsin Terminator. It's basically just a bunch of four hundred pound linemen steamrolling people on both sides of the ball so it's this is a a way better wisconsin team i think john can vouch for that i think that's right yeah so that's a tough I think one. wisconsin wisconsin could be 11 and 0 going into that game yeah. so we'll see right odds are they will be the vegas odds would put them right now at nine and three right or eight and i four. think that's right yeah well, they have nine been fun three. to watch. Nine and three, nine and three is having... fantastic. Nine and three is that's a New Year's Day bowl. That's fantastic. That's great. Hell yeah. Yep. And having For where two, they're at right now, having two killer receivers like that is so fun to watch. Seriously, it's they're fun yeah, to I, watch. I, I think the caveat in a lot of this is that I'm a little worried about Tanner Morgan getting hurt because if he gets hurt, we're they're they're kind of things will not be good. It's Seth Green Wildcat. <laughs> That's when you have amazing receivers, having a guy <laughs> who's basically a linebacker yeah. as the quarterback is not, not great exactly what you want. No. No, it is not. Yeah, that's a tough one. So, is so, uh, I'm, I'm I'm concerned about that. The offensive line was pretty bad for four weeks, but they looked better last week. Although, again, Illinois just is not very good either. So, so PJ Fleck, when he was at his previous school, had a dude Western Michigan. Western Michigan. He had a dude drafted like top ten or something, right? I think that's right. And I think it was a wide receiver. Is PJ Fleck just really good at like developing wide receivers, or is this just some weird flash in the pan? 
Well, he was a wide receiver, so I guess you could make that argument. Yeah. Maybe I will. I'm making the I, argument. I've so, decided. Yeah, P.J. Fleck. The the University of Minnesota is wide receiver you now. Wide receiver whisperer P.J. Fleck. That's the secret. Wide receiver you. Yep. Where Come here. The University of Minnesota, the greatest passing attack in the world. We are you. Something there. Or something. Uh, There's something. Yeah. We'll work on it. Right. Row the boat. Yeah. I mean, it's the first thought. Remember, first thought, best thought, they're never the same. Okay, so that's one bright spot. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's the only one. It is. The best thing it about is. it is it's not baseball. It is yes. not baseball. And um, there are currently uh, six, this is an observation that hopefully John can build on. Uh, John, there are six teams in the NHL who do not have a point yet this year. Um, what is the closest one That's... to your house? <laughs> just, just curious. I... <laughs> Which one? Starts with the name of a state that you were born in. Oh, that's a good question, Stu. It's your Minnesota Wild. They have, they have been, they have looked like the worst case scenario so far. It's not, it's not good. The every every hole that they had in their lineup, what coming into the season where you they they had hopes that. Uh, maybe if we do this, then everything will be fine. None of that has been fine. None of they look slow. They look old. They look overmatched. They look like everybody is playing out of position. It looks. It's it's a little wor. It's scary right now. Wouldn't it be great if they were just awful and they tanked? We could. Why would that be, be great? And then they could get an awesome. Do you have any? Pick? Do you remember how long Austin, winter I want is? Austin Matthews of my of my own, John. I want a Connor McDavid. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you can you can cheer for tanking, but it's winter takes so long here. Yeah. I don't I don't want I don't want to have to depend on the Gopher hockey team with all of their fourteen year olds to try to make me happy this winter. The Timberwolves aren't going to be really good, are they? No. No. Oh, exactly. No, no chance. No. No. I need competence. I need broad competence and the hope of going to Cassettas and then going to a hockey game and enjoying myself. I can't afford to get drunk at Wild Games, Brandon. It costs too much. I can't just go to get hammered and enjoy bad hockey. Can't happen. Tom Reeds has two Beers for one. On, Tom Reeds has two for ones on Sundays all day, John. <laughs> oh, oh, Stu. Well, I live what in St. Paul. I know these things know. now. I know. You are Mr. St. Paul. You should be Mr. Wild at this point. I already am. It's just I like the Predators a lot, too, so that helps. But, yeah, I'm, I'm probably, I'll, I'll probably be a wild guy here by the end of the season, if I had to guess. Oh, good. Such a puck Which one is closest to your house, Stu? They are the closest to my house. Not the closest to my heart, obviously. Can, my Preds are just, you know, they're out there just grinding. With all the bachelorette parties. It'll be hard to overcome that love. The lifelong yeah. love you have. Devotion. Yeah, the Purds, man. But yeah, it's uh, I've just been watching They're the looking Wild good from this afar. Year. And, oh, the Purds look great. The Purds are oh, awesome. Oh yeah, they are firing on all cylinders. Flying V. They're flying Vs mm-hmm. on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Well, 
John, maybe this is just a little rough patch, and they'll turn it around, and they'll they'll do their thing where they get to be a six seed, and they lose immediately in the first round. That'd be fine. Yeah, that's probably all we got. That's all we have this As winter. long as they don't play the Yankees in the playoffs, I don't care. Yeah, that's all that matters. All that matters. Do they have any new young studs we can we can watch? They don't have young players, Brandon. No. What are you talking about? I ask every year. They have never even happened. the guys who are twenty one years yeah. old or thirty years they old. They have thirty four year olds on six year deals. That's the Minnesota Wild like median, I think, is what I understand it. Ah, today. that old gag. Mm-hmm. They could sign they could sign the the most carefree twenty year old in the league. And he would show up, and three days later, he would have two kids and a house and a diner. Ugh. It's just immediate dad when you get to the wild. So that's the wild. That's the wild. Yep, that's the wild. But speaking of St. Paul, I want to hear more about Stu and his newfound love for the city of St. Paul. Oh, I also a- want to hear it. It's a, it's a good town. I, you know, I, it's, um, apparently, I, I don't know if anyone knows this, but nobody picks up the garbage here. It's really, it's, <laughs> and it's like a big thing that people have, they have to like vote on it. Where I mean, everywhere, I mean, I haven't lived a lot of places, but, you know, in Renville County and Stearns County, the city picked up your garbage and it was kind of a done deal. And no one really questioned it and, you got your bags, and in recent years, you put out your recycling bin, and they picked it up, and that was it. Apparently, in St. Paul, you have to, like, I, there's some sort of thing where you have to go into the back of, like, a deli. Uh, you have to go through a curtain, and there's a card table set up, and it's Nunzio from the Rutgers football team, and he wants to talk to you about your garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and then you make some sort of arrangement, and then everyone's mad about it, and the potholes don't get fixed. But um, other than that, it's a great town, man. Do you do? Pre- I, have, I have a question. I have a question for you about trash collecting. Yes, I I've seen a lot of stories about this. I need to know whether the angry people in St. Paul are. For or against the city picking up your trash? Both at the same time. <laughs> okay. I, I can't... That doesn't the way yeah, I, pick it up is bad? I, but literally, I, I need just... To pick it up differently? I, 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 I space out. I like just like a hum starts in my ears when people start talking about it, and I don't even know. I don't even know. I And I don't want to know, to be honest. it's um, I live in an apartment, so they just pick up my garbage, and I let them worry about it, so... Um, but yeah, it's dude just walks down the hall and throws it into the magic. <laughs> I think and it, the end of it. it just ends up on Robert Street somewhere. It just—it's <laughs> not actually a trash chute. It's just a window. No, it just <laughs> it, just throwing it. It just tumbles down. Garbage tumbles gently down to the river out banks. Of <laughs> How is apartment up, living yeah. versus versus a house, Stu? I'll see. This weekend, I don't have to shovel or rake leaves mm-hmm. or mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. What I have to do instead is get on public transit to go to my work's Oktoberfest on Saturday, so I can actually have a couple of beers and not have to drive. So maybe take a um, jacuzzi if you feel like it. 
I can take up. Oh, actually, the uh, hot tub closes this weekend, so this is the last weekend for because it's an outdoor Jesus. one. So wait, why does it why does it close? This is the time that you use the hot. Tub. That's because it's outdoors. This is just the I beginning think, I, of hot tub. I think season. I think upkeep is a pain in the ass. So I I don't question it. I'm not I'm not the one who has to worry about it. I I've never had a hot hot tub before, so it's uh it's beyond me to be honest. So I'm just uh, I'm just hmm. just gonna let it. T- I've taken it one day at a time. Letting the tub fall where it may. This is the first, the first negative thing I've heard about this. So, but so yeah, the idea of not having ho- home maintenance to do sounds more amazing than anything else. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I can't imagine. I live in my parents' house right now, but yeah, uh, yeah it seems really great. So, um, is it weird living in your parents' house again, Brandon, after low these many years? Stu, it's very bad. <laughs> I thought that was gonna end with Stu. Shut your mouth. Um how are how are the boys Sorry, handling but... it? Well they um are just the two most spoiled human beings on earth. That's kinda what I figured. Like yeah. Eight minutes after we dropped our bags down for them to be just giant assholes. Mm-hmm. Just just total dicks. <laughs> so they're loving it. It's great. Um it's it's temporary. We close in our house on November sixth, but uh, there's just a little bit of a, a lag between selling and buying. So um, it's uh, it's fine actually. I mean, the problem is we're so spoiled with commute time. Now it's like fifty minutes to work, and again, Stu, oh. I know that that's oh, for buddy. you, child's play from what oh, you had to deal buddy. with. But uh, oh man, Jeepers! Boy, does that just uh, put a damper on mo- on your mood? It's just the there's rich. no way around it. I don't care how much you love uh, how much you love a good podcast and how much you love alone time. Mm-hmm. That's not quality of life, right there. That's, no, it's, it's not. It's horrible. It's it's yeah. I, I don't think I realized how bad it was until I wasn't doing it anymore. Just right. The, I'm sure your the, brain overpowers it during the time of like I have to get through this. It'll be okay. Yep, but then when it's yep. gone. You're like fuck that. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it's like you, yeah. you just if you think about shit, I'm an hour and a half away from home and I'm not moving right now. And that, that if you think about that, then you you sort of understand, oh, that's why road rage happens. Oh, that's yeah. why everyone who drives is an asshole sometimes. That's I mean, that's you get that. That's why that happens. But yeah, now that I don't, I mean, I I don't show up for work just stressed out, which is a horrible way to start your day even if you have a cool job um and i do have yeah. a cool job and i'm never going to complain about it but i would like show up and i'd just be like ah oh. yeah it's like leave me and alone then, for a half an hour exactly and then you know and then you get home and you're just shot it's just you're broken and beaten and and you haven't done physical labor you've just been in your head um dealing with you know Dale from Maplewood hauling his pontoon between Albertville and Maple Grove on a Friday, and it's yeah. it sucks. And um, yeah, the the time you get back not doing that, it's yeah, it's it's. I I feel, I feel free, Brandon. I feel free. I can't wait. I have no. been really horrified at my own mental mental place when i'm sitting in traffic on 494 i am just so angry at every other car because you can see out a few hundred feet in front of you the cars are stopped right 
But then cars are like blowing by me, accelerating into the traffic jam. And it makes me want to like commit road rage just to slow them down. Like the opposite of usual road rage is like being too aggressive or whatever. I'm like, so like, hey, would you please slow down, everybody? Slow down. For for out for it feels like an hour a day, I'm just like basically screaming at other people. It's a bad place to be mentally. I do not like it. And I don't recommend it. Other than that, John. <laughs> other than that. Been, <laughs> live, 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 other than that, everything everything's fine. Other than that, I'm living with my folks. So Yeah. And then uh yeah, and then I get home and it's my parents waiting for me. Uh and the, the upshot, the <laughs> the end goal is you still have to move again. Yeah. Yeah. That's the that's the bonus. That's the best part. Right. The light at the end of the tunnel so, is like me calling all the utility companies and getting them <laughs> to come oh. out and reset up the, the internet and all oh. that bullshit. Oh, it's the worst. There's a reason I haven't moved to a new house in 10 years. Yeah, no. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. Once you move, never move again is, I think, the key takeaway from this entire yep. uh, podcast. For, if anyone takes any away any lessons... From this podcast is that one, Bo Pelini is trying to kill John's brother, and two, uh, never, <laughs> never move. with a bus for some reason. But I do think it's. Uh, I can imagine Stu. Every time you tell people kind of where you've, you know, from from home to apartment living in the city and everything, I, I imagine folks that you know that you hang out with, a lot of their eyes just sort of light up when they start to envision like that life. Yeah. I know mine yeah. certainly do, and and Danielle's are the same way of like, oh yeah, that's that's where it's at right there. That's that's the way to do it. There's just low stress, uh, tons of stuff to do. Low less. Yeah. I, I'm assuming you threw away like a bunch of your possessions, which three is three dumpsters. Just like, okay, good. Three full dumpsters of shit. God, that's great. Just I think one, one of like, one of them one of them might have off? just been cardboard boxes. <laughs> it's just it's just so much <laughs> stuff. That we yeah, didn't need, yeah. and yeah, he had to be a little dispassionate about it. There was a lot of childhood toys that got thrown out, but shit, the kids yeah. didn't want them. And I mean, so we have like a we have like a one Rubbermaid box left of like school projects and things like that. But beyond that, yeah, yeah, it that's all, fun to it, sit it, through. It, it all went, and I, I, I feel I'm free, Genie. I'm free. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be the life for me. Yeah. So it's all of your shit. It's all of your shit in like one of those pods right now, or some storage garage, or where is all your shit? Yeah, not technically a pod, the pods company, but something similar to that. We, we, uh, we are fairly spoiled, or we spoiled ourselves, I should say. We did hire movers, so they didn't do everything for us. We did have to do some uh, light packing, but uh, smart, best thought. Yeah, that was yeah. No money well spent, man. If you can afford it, do that absolutely. Oh man, that that was really good. So it was really like, you know, a, a week or two of prep, and you know, we did get those little those Baxter things, which I love, and threw a bunch of stuff away. But it was really kind of two days of minor annoyance versus like hell moving days, uh, really just like monitoring what they were doing. So that part was fine. Um, the closing, the selling of the house was uh, went fine. So um, it's just like a little these few extra inspection. Um, appraisals, home, you know, all that sort of bullshit that you have to do to get into the new place. And uh, I'm sure that'll come um, uh, very quickly. 29 sleeps, give or take. And you said you're only moving like a mile, (laughs) you're only moving like a mile away from where you uh, used to live. Yeah, yep. Right up, uh, basically right behind Benilde. 
High School. So oh, like okay. A block east of Benild. It'll okay. be like, it'll, we're like 13 houses away from, from there. So, um, yeah, it's a little tiny neighborhood. It's super quiet. You feel like you're in the country, but it's right in the city. So we have been kind of obsessed with that neighborhood for many years, actually, since we like realized there was a neighborhood back there. We were like, oh, well, this is it. This is where, this is where we should live if we ever could. And we've somehow, we randomly found a house that we loved uh, with actually a yard for the boys, which is almost impossible in the city. I mean, they're, they're truly like in the neighborhood that we wanted to live in. Um, there's like nine houses in the whole city that we would actually enjoy. And this was one of them. So we had to pounce. Does it have a, a cool, to, does the neighborhood have a cool name like Longfellow or, or Tangletown? It's called Lake Forest. Ooh, the forest is made out Sounds of a kinda, lake. Yeah, Lake Forest. It's, it's great. Yep. Sweet. Well, yeah. I'm happy for you. So, yeah, yep. Thank you, and I'm happy for you, buddy. You're doing it. You're doing it right. Well, I just try to take and it one day at a time. One day at a time. That's all you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, stay within yourself if you can. Oh yeah, you got to stay overextend. within yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You just got to. You see the pitch. You hit the pitch. That simple game, simple life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for John too. I'm trying to think of why. Um, <laughs> um, we got the wild. <laughs> You got yeah, the wild. That's t- good. Quality time of the sun tonight, putting him to bed. That's so right. That was, that was good. <laughs> yeah, my 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 son is the good one at nighttime. He just eats and then goes straight back to bed, and you can really enjoy cuddling him. This was after putting my daughter to bed, who was having one of you, you know those tantrums when they're so tired that they can't act like a human being anymore not even words, just screaming just, for no reason <laughs> you know just yeah. yeah yep that's always fun yeah it's okay. like how chicken fingers talks about his friend irv usually when they go out and <laughs> when they go out in like siren wisconsin and like almost get arrested yeah. every goddamn time that's how he talks about irv, imagine putting basically. irv to bed we don't even know him and it already sounds <laughs> terrible <laughs> He's up again. Irv's up again. God damn it. Uh, Irv's out of bed. Irv, get uh, your own water. Talking to him on the monitor. Irv, go to bed. <laughs> quit, chal- quit challenging the cop to a fight, Irv. How'd he get out of bed again? God damn it. Not so strong without your gun. God damn it, Irv. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. All right. Well, what do you think? I think that was a pretty good session. Yeah, I think that could. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we had to do a show about the twins, and so it wasn't going to be fun. And now we cannot talk about them again till April. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, yeah. Well, well, let's do another one of these in like six to eight weeks. Yeah, because this is, yeah, I I know we needed to do it, but yeah, that that was, that first half hour was not fun, guys. That was not, I did not tough. enjoy, I did not enjoy talking to either one of you. <laughs> that sucked. I no, hated it. Clearly. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. Uh, well, we worked God, through it. You got to just play through the pain, and we did it. I know, but God, I'm so tired of it, guys. I'm so tired of it. Yeah. Yep, I agree. I am also. Anyway. Okay. Alrighty. On that note. Yeah, that's it. Okay, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> Later. I thought you were going to say end podcast. End podcast. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.